1: Ooh, it it's cold in the dark. Nearly seventeen minutes after twelve o'clock. No, Grant Elliott this week. He's in the United States of America playing at cricket. But uh, our next guest, uh, a bit like Grant, played it. A fair bit of uh, top-level sport, both in New Zealand and South Africa. Of course, fine. Former halfback of Ford Waikato before going off to play for the Sharks. Natal spent some time with the Springboks as well. Absolute uh, student of the game. Delighted to welcome him into the Saturday session for the very first time. Kevin Putt joins the program. Mr. Putt, great to have you uh, on the show. Great to chat again. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, Daniel. Great. Thanks, mate.
1: Wow. How do you sum that up this morning? Wow.
0: <laughs> I think, like most of the country, uh, we'll be seeking counselling. And uh, you know, there's the old catchphrase at the moment, thank goodness for the WARS. <laughs> Absolutely
1: true. You've nailed it. A hole-in-one from Kevin Puck. Here's the terrible pun. Um, tw- it seemed like we just spent the whole first half in our own 22. Uh, and then I was staggered to sort of see the stats at halftime, that we actually had, you know, almost half the ball. It just seemed like South Africa was suffocating New Zealand from the outset.
0: Oh, look, their defence was relentless. Um, they, they were so accurate at first phase. And uh, I know that we'll, we'll quote you know, losing players and, and, and uh, cards and the rest of it. But, I mean, we were, we were bad in a couple of areas that are going to be hard to come back from. And, um, I mean, what they showed is that they've got a squad to win a Rugby World Cup. We've got a team that could do it. But um, honestly, we just looked a bit frail in terms of the bench when it come on, sort of imploded instead of impacted. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: And I've felt that for a few weeks now. Um... Do we have the depth? Is there much punch off the bench? You you look at those uh, awesome uh, all-black sides of the past, the way they used to run away with games over the last 20 minutes. And Ian Foster was asked about the the impact of of the bench. And he said in the second half, we made a lot of changes. It was a young pack, and you could see them trying hard, but we lost our cohesion. So I'd rather have those lessons today than in a couple of weeks. Um, A young pack? So we're inexperienced, is he sort of lowering our expectations there?
0: Oh look, uh, you, you can take this then in so many areas. You can go and you can, uh, you know, depends on how critical we want to be or how supportive. Um, you can go back and you say, well, listen, New Zealand rugby, you're asleep at the the flipping wheel on this one. How good's our under-20s been for the last sort of four years? They've never been near making a final, and uh, now, now we're sort of paying the price with the young guys coming through. Who made the final this year? Ireland and France. Who's the two two top ranked teams mm. in the world? So, so there's one angle for it, but the other thing is we've got to look at these guys. They, they were trying their butts off, but listen, we lost the kicking game. We lost the first phase. We turned over three lineouts in a stage when we were chasing the game at the end. Um, there's just so much that went wrong. I think the hardest thing will be trying to just refine it, not focus on the individual, but team. look at the team systems. Mm.
1: Uh, Infos also said after the game, defensively we were over anxious, over keen. We got warned for going early on the line out mauls all the time, and we'll have another good look at that. But we were a little bit too keen and anxious. So that that's one way to frame it. I could frame it. We were stupid, weren't we? Um, in the face of a whistle happy refereeing group, we we
0: needed to react to the referee. Oh, we we created that situation with the cards by giving three. Uh, from early contact on it, and you're 100% anxious is not an experienced team that, that's going to, you know, prepare to take a World Cup. I, I can I can accept you get all excited about stuff, but you also your leaders need to just be sharp about this guy. Step away, give them half a meter. You know, it was still a five meter line out. Um, they were all focused on trying to stop it on the immediate, and instead what they did was create a, a continuity factor of penalties that we all knew there was going to be a card at some stage. It was just a matter of who. Yeah, 13 minutes in, there you go, for
1: repeat infringing. After 13 minutes, that is so telling.
0: Well, the other thing was we got to a situation where we were quite happy, or sorry, the, the Springboks were getting quite happy for anything that was a scrum because they were going to potentially get a penalty from it anyway. Yeah. We needed to defend, no going offside, because we would have choked the ball at some stage, and apart from Cameron Roygaard's outstanding flipping, you know, try, we, yeah. we did that multiple times.
1: Yeah, um, this is a complete aside, and I'm not trying to, to, to blame the officials here. But, you know, more broadly, as far as the spectacle, and I'm sure South African fans will think completely differently, I thought it was slow, pedantic. It was a bit of a ball fest. I, I hope our the referees aren't as whistle-happy at this tournament. Are
0: you as concerned as I am? Oh, look, I think it'll be exactly like that. Um, the only thing that'll be different Ugh. is I, I don't believe South Africa will ever, you know, uh, not take the three points that are on offer. What, what I'm really scared of is that we've potentially created a monster now. Uh, these guys normally would take three points from anywhere on it, kick to the line out, and score, I think, from two or three of them. That's just, you know, a confident Bok is a, is a dangerous animal. And um, I, I'm just a little bit more concerned that we've done more for their development than actually our own.
1: Well, I'm glad you've led us down this path, and I wanted to to, to use your sort of experience of South African rugby to, to understand, uh, you know, their makeup. because you know, at the top of the show, in my opinion piece, I said, please don't tell me, New Zealand rugby fans, that we needed a loss like this, that we will be better off for it, because I simply can't fathom it, because I, I just wonder what this does for self-belief of a South African rugby team, a win like that. Um, you know them better than uh, most people in this country. Ha, ha, what will this do to that group?
0: Oh, look, I I won't go into the the psyche and how they analyze. They're they're, they're very complimentary and, and, you know, they've got a lot of respect. But they also know that if you knock them on their bottom fairly quickly, then you you can really get on top of of New Zealand teams. And um, their defense was focused purely around that. Have a look at the penalty count. They were so disciplined. This is unusual for a South African team. And I know that we can focus on how poorly we played, but, they they just did the basics well. They, you know, how the heck did a fullback get player of the day for God's sake? They milled it up front and a fullback gets player of the day.
1: <laughs> Outrageous. Outrageous. Oh. Kevin, how's these for alarming stats? 34 tackles missed and 17 turnovers conceded. That was by South Africa and they still won by 28 <laughs> points.
0: Yeah, that's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> look, I, I think New Zealand's greatest work on, and, and obviously first phase, it's all about having the ball before you can do anything with it. But our game is still so average, and, and I'm sure that they're immensely disappointed. We were beaten around the park with we Fuff de Klerk, putting those little kicks in behind, invariably. And we, we were left chasing ball. There was very few that the box, you know, that that we found the ground behind them. Um, if, if we're going to play the kicking game, because it certainly looks, when we brought that bench on, it looks like we can't play the running game that we used to play sort of six to eight years ago to dominate the world. Um, it, it looks like we're going to have a little bit more in our armour to try and break some of these lines.
1: And it seems like New Zealand are going to have to start games well on the, on the front foot, a bit like we did against South Africa at Mount Smart, where they were brilliant. Let's not forget that the opening twenty minutes, especially how quick they were able to recycle things, never allowing that South African defence to, to really get settled and push forward. They're always always retreating, but but it does seem like the starters. Um, there's more pressure on them to, to get New Zealand, um, you know, off to these good starts.
0: 100 percent, and you know, confidence builds within it, and you know, you're you're a little bit more inclined to make that, you know, fifty fifty into a position that could be that seven pointer. But but that said, we do actually have a team, our number one team that could walk onto a field and we could still go and win the World Cup. It's going to be tough for just 15 players, but I don't think that we should be planning on anything but starting well. That, that's yeah. what it's got to be at the moment. We're not a, game, a team at the moment that can chase games. We need to be flipping dominant from the start. So you're 100% what you're saying. We've got to go out there and fail. Uh, I still believe we've got all the components to do it, Um, we just need to be a little bit more clinical.
1: Is starting in rugby, you've done a fair bit of coaching in your time too, is starting games, well, is that where coaching really shines?
0: Oh, look, there is momentum in games. I don't care what you say. You know, you can have a team dominating and and you'll get a bit of a flow that'll go against, and that's just the way it runs. It's a matter of sort of maximising. I think South Africa were probably really concerned at one stage because they'd spent some 12 minutes down there for no reward. I believe the commentators even said something at the same time. Uh, Marcia was was in the comment, you know, you've got to get some reward at this stage. Otherwise, you start to doubt yourself. And they got it, and they didn't get it once. They got it again. They got a yellow card, which is even more confidence. And it was just a vicious circle New Zealand got into. And um, I, I think that they'll be doing some... Some talking about you know how they deal with some of these issues, rather than the rugby, it nearly looked like the psyche dropped.
1: Yeah, well, one thing I was impressed with the All Blacks was how staunch they were defensively through that opening first half because they were on their line. It did seem like an opportunity. Yeah. Is yep. that is that the lone the lone
0: bright spot? Oh, look, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of bright spots. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be talking, you know, too much. The, the fact that we got a, two yellows rather than the red card, that means it won't impact. The cameo performance by Roygaard, um, that defence early on was superb. And you know that South yeah. Africa's bringing it at that stage. You know, that's, they're, they're going to beat you up. They're not trying to beat you around the field. They're trying to beat you up. And um, they, they proved that by bringing seven forwards on and one and stanza there and said, right, we're going to beat you up and um, it was more that the second group sort of fell apart when it came to the beating.
1: Uh, let's use a Steve Hansenism here. Let's flush the dunny and move on. And if I can, uh, you know, <laughs> ask you more broadly about the tournament. I, I'm, I'm just so excited for this. It's so wide open. I, I, I think I can make compelling cases for four or five teams to win this, but in the same breath I could make arguments against all of those sides. I can't remember a <laughs> tournament this wide open,
0: can you? Oh look, yeah, wide open as in no firm favourite. I'd, I'd nearly have to disagree that, that. But I'm in chat groups. You see, I've got and I'm an uh, Irish family. I've got South African, you know, background as well. Now um, I'm in chat groups everywhere. They are all moaning like hell at the moment. They reckon by the quarterfinal, we'll know who will win the World Cup, and uh, that's going to come out of the four best teams being in the two competitions with over, overlaps. And at the moment, you know, South Africa um, played such that the Irish are absolutely pooing themselves at the moment, you know, to to, to hit an informed team like that. I mean, they're vicious at any time, but now they're just going to be in, and they don't want the injuries normally associated with playing Ireland because they're such a physical team, and Ireland plays such a physical game around the breakdown as well. Then you go to France, they've, they've not been informed, but by goodness, you know, they can turn it on in any given time. But that's still not a winning formula. If Ireland would lose to South Africa and New Zealand were to beat France, suddenly we'd be playing Ireland uh, in that. So, again, quarterfinal, it could be, you know, very much clearer. I think there's definitely two separate halves to this competition.
1: That pool B is shaping up as ludicrous, is it not? South Africa, Ireland, yeah. Scotland, Tonga, sorry, Romania, all due respect. Um, that's, that's incredible. I still can't understand why they made the draw so far out. It looks stupider by the minute.
0: Oh, look, the, the, I'm, I probably, you know, a few physios will be making a few thousand bucks out of some of those games that are on there. There's going to be physicality beyond.
1: Give me, give me a list. One, two, three. Who, who do you see as favourites? I'm detecting you're probably um, on the basis of th- this morning and what you've seen throughout 2023. South Africa is now sort of firming as your favourite. Who, who would you put at two and three, no.
0: if i have not uh, taking your words uh, uh, Ireland, the wrong way there? Ireland is definitely number one. Um, what, what they are is the most clinical defensive team uh, in the common That's why they're ranked worldwide at, at number one, I believe. And they'll be, they'll be tough 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 to be south africa would have to now have moved into number two purely on that performance and everyone going wow uh france would still be there at you know even if they rank ranked somewhere up there that'd be there at number three because you can't write them off they've been clinical for a number of years and and so consistent um and i still would say there's no one above us uh that could take that fourth spot there's um there's a lot of other also runs, but you know we're And any of the four on their day can turn up and take it.
1: Yeah, bring it on, I say. Thanks so much, Kevin. Your analysis is always brilliant. Love chatting to you. Love hearing from you. Thanks so much. And give up the fine work. See you, mate.